Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes after iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. It, they take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. Hey, this is Kevin Gosman. You're listening to Section 336, Baltimore's Best Sports Talk. Hey, this is Jay Gibbons. You're listening to Section 336, Baltimore's Best Sports Talk. Are you crying? Are you crying? Is that crying? Is that crying in Gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, Next Generation of Baltimore Sports Talk. I am your endearing, stuttering host, Matt Sroka. As always, I'm joined with the Zany Burt Rohde. What up, 336ers? Any button lover, Josh Sroka. Hey, Sunday show. Special Sunday show. Which Special. means, Which means, after weeks of doing nothing, the uh, Orioles will make an announcement on Monday. Yeah, probably. Probably. It's a safe bet. Um, it's actually, I don't think, a very safe bet. From what, <laughs> from what I've heard, they're still in the initial interviewing candidates. And from the way that the article by John Mioli from the Baltimore Sun sounded, half interviews, half like, well, there were all interviews. But it was like half the interview was as looking for a candidate. The other half of the interview was like, how do you guys run your baseball teams? <laughs> because <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. So how do you guys do it? Um, but we're coming to you live. Or we're not coming to you. Most of you guys are not coming live. Right. But we are live on Facebook and yeah. on Twitter. A yeah. few people might yeah. might check us out after that ugly Ravens game. Yeah, I was thinking about uh, we just are coming from watching the Ravens um, lose. And I, I was trying to think of an adjective for the game. Heartbreaking. I don't know if that's. 
Um, Boring. Typical. Surprising. No, well, well, what adjective uh, would you describe this loss? Ugly. Uh, season ending. Oh, would it be season ending? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's season, yeah, season ending for sure. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Season's over. Season's been over since we lost to the Browns. Uh, it's it's <laughs> it's hard to have hope with the way this this defense plays. But mathematically, it's not over. Of course not. Of course, yeah. But well, mathematically, it's not over for the Bills either. Math- mathematically, somehow they still say we have a good defense. We can't get off the field. We can't get a turnover. But yeah. But other than that, I guess because we make them take twenty plays before they score a touchdown, does that mean we have a good defense and they don't just score? <laughs> right, is one? that the uh, bend don't break? Yeah, but no, but 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 they break every time. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Just, they always they break at the first. end. Yeah. Ben Roethlisberger don't break. They tried to. He sat out one play, and uh, he's just a baby. He's back in. You don't break. Yeah, that's unfortunate. The so the does if we kind of look back to this off season before the the season started, there was a lot of at the end of last season there was questions about, you know, is Joe our guy? Uh-huh. Is John Harbaugh our guy? Right. It it seems like we said it seems like Bashadi was like let's put the band back together for one more run to see. Oh, it was it was let's get some wide receivers in here, and and see if Joe has it. Yeah, and so they did it. They brought in wide receivers. They they drafted in the first round a catching tight end, uh, or at least supposedly a right. tight end who could catch. <laughs> um, and so the and so the, and they and they kept John Harbaugh despite his uh, inconsistent. Yeah, the past past five years. Oh, I mean, this was th- this is the final year of his and Joe's contracts, yeah. right? Well, well, not, no, not Joe. Yeah, but but this could I think could be the first year that they could reasonably cut Joe. Right, yeah. right, right. Um, so it seems to be the writing on the wall that they tried it again. It's just not working. Mm-hmm. Right. I and, mean, I I think the typical is good. I I mean, I I I don't think when I was watching that game, I I, I didn't think the Ravens. Were a better football team than the Steelers, and they no. somehow got Steelers somehow got lucky. No, we were just outplayed. But it seems like to me, I look and it seems like the defense is what cost us the game. There was a couple bad passes by Joe Flacco, but for having a banged up line with two starters missing, I thought the I thought the offensive line did okay. I think the defense not being able to get off the field ever, and those long like ten minute drives every time the Steelers get the ball that kills you. Well, and they were, what, 10 of 15 on third down? Yeah, Steelers? that's crazy. You can't give up that many third down conversions and expect to win. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, third and fours, third and fives that could just slant route to Brown, slant route to Schuster. Sure. Boom, first down. Especially on plays that they knew were coming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't understand why you can't make – you can make contact in that first yard. Like, get your hands on them at least. Right. Because it was just like a two-step drop and then boom. Um, but I, I – mean, and we and you can look at and you can blame the defense. And there's plenty of blame to go around the defense. You could also look, look at Joe and, I mean, a missed opportunity in the first half with Lamar Jackson wide open. And you, and you could nitpick. And you could talk I, about Lamar's use. I hate the Lamar use. Yeah. It kills any type of momentum. What John Harbaugh said, I think what you're thinking is, John Harbaugh said, and this is a quote, he's looking to find more ways to use Lamar Jackson. No, it should be the complete opposite. It should be. That was his quote after the tonight's, after today's game. Right. It doesn't make sense because it kills any momentum Joe's got going. When you get up there with third and short and you've got your record of QB sneaks is unbelievable, why are you bringing in Lamar? doesn't make sense. Yeah. So my point is you can look at Lamar usage. You can look at Joe's play. You can look at the offensive line and blame the injuries. You can look at our defense, whatever. Like You can make arguments on, on what's the worst part about this team. Mm-hmm. But when you stack them all up, we're not as good as the Steelers. I don't know if we're as good as Cincinnati. We're not. We're. I, I, I'm not sure. 
I mean, we don't look like a playoff team at all. No. So what we have here is I think a rel- like a, a relatively older team, some veterans on here in key positions, uh, and we're just not good enough. So yes. it, it sounds to me that drastic changes are needed. Yeah. We're not, you know, three and uh three and eleven team or three and twelve team, something like that. But we're certainly not a uh eleven win team either. Yeah, and I, I don't right. think I don't think we're one great tight end away from being a twelve win team, right? No. I, it doesn't seem like we're that close. It's the no. same. It's the same eight and eight, nine and seven, seven and nine Ravens that we've seen since the Super Bowl. Yeah, right. Yeah, this whole season has been yeah one every game. It's one or two plays, and oh, we could have won it. But yeah. uh, but when uh, when every game the one or two plays is you don't get those things, you're the same average team. That's not enough. Yeah, I mean, you look at our record in one score games uh, since the Super Bowl. It's terrible. Um, I think the the play that everyone points back to a couple years ago is that Antonio Brown reaching across the uh, into the end zone play. That since then we just can't seem to win these one score games. But it's just we're just not. I, I just don't think we're as good as the other teams. I think that's why we don't win the one score games because they're just a little bit better right. than we are. Right. And it's not by much because we're always so no. close. We're always so close. But but I but I see no hope really for the future. There's no way. All right, let's bring in a new head coach next year. Put Lamar Jackson behind center, and you're going to be a better team. Uh, that gives me hope. Yeah, Wait, Lamar which, Jackson with, is, one, is one of the things that, that gives me hope. Sure. A, new, a new head coach and a new quarterback gives me hope. What yeah. has Lamar Jackson shown you to give you any hope this year? He doesn't have. He's not. He's, he's one not for five hundred. Lead the team when Joe Flacco is gone. He's the leader of this team. Yeah, and I have no. And hope. that's hope. And even with if, a big picture of Obama, hope. <laughs> and even if Lamar was starting this year, he wasn't taking us to the playoffs because he's a rookie. Right. But the hope that he could turn into something that's better than Joe Flacco, the hope that he could turn into a really good quarterback who's mobile and can also throw. Like he, that gives me hope. What he could become, not what he is Maybe. now. Maybe he's shown nothing of that this year. He's not being asked to do that. He, he's running around as he's being asked to do be a little doing end around he's trick on, play. He's, he's on trick the, pony. He's on the field ten times a, a, a game. Yeah, I mean, but he's not the leading quarterback of this team. Josh, you can't say that they're killing Joe Flacco's momentum and that's hurting him. When I mean Lamar Jackson, he just comes in for one play. He has he has no momentum to begin with, and so that's one of the reasons why he's struggling, right? Joe's struggling because right. he's interrupted by Lamar. Lamar's struggling because he just but, goes in there for one or two plays. Except I also watched Lamar in the preseason. I watched Lamar in whatever that blowout game where we gave Lamar a half. Okay, he, so can't, he can't throw the ball. You're judging a, a rookie. rookie quarterback on a, a rookie preseason. Oh, man. Have you seen the rest of the rookie quarterbacks out there? Yes, really bad. Yeah. Josh, you love yeah. Joe Flacco so much. <laughs> I think – It's I, awful to I know. I think that – I think you guys – I think there's too many people expecting Lamar to turn this team around because he's the backup quarterback. The backup quarterback's everyone's favorite. I'm not expecting him to turn it around, but he is he's a first round he's, draft pick. He's the future of the yes. franchise and he's the hope that we have to have. In three years, Lamar should be should be a better quarterback than Joe ever could have been. Maybe less. He'll be leading this team next year, no doubt. Probably so, yeah. He and he should be. He was And they will be better he than was they drafted, were this year. He was drafted light years ahead of Flacco. Yeah. So yes, he should be better. But but he, it's not like he can turn this team around this year. I'm this not, year's nobody's done. saying he's so going to turn it around this right. year. The season's your, already over. Right. Your argument is put him in because the season doesn't matter. I didn't say that. We're just saying there's hope in the future because Maybe. we have a, I don't an exciting know. young quarterback. I don't think the, that, the, that the, one – When I'm using I don't the word think, hope, it's not for this season. It's for the future of this franchise because we've I, seen five or six years of garbage. and I'm, I'm ready for the I hope think, of the future. I think the hope is that – in order to build the team around Lamar, you're changing every, you're yes. changing out everyone. Harbaugh's gone. So Everybody's it's, gone. It's a rebuild almost akin to what the Orioles have to do. 
where where but we have hope because because it yes. can't get any worse. Yes. Yeah, but and if, and the and the Ravens have proven as an organization they're capable of rebuilding in a year or two. Yeah, but they haven't proven as an organization that they can be an offensive minded organization. And to say and to try to build around Lamar means you're going to try to be an offensive first organization. Right. There's no proof there in Baltimore. Well, we've only had three head coaches in the history of the franchise. There will be a new one next year. There right. might be a new one next week if I had my druthers. <laughs> yeah, and and we've seen other teams do this and have success. When you have a rookie quarterback, it means he's not making any money, which means you can spend right. money in other areas of your team sure. mm-hmm. and, and get your team better that way. Because right now, Joe's except, and even next year, Joe's going to be using uh, yeah. up a lot of our cash. We're going to still be paying Joe a lot while trying to make Lamar yeah. the star. Yeah, but in the future, two years down the road, it'll be a lot less. Yeah. Yeah, so but 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 this year it's hard to see. I mean, we're going to watch in 2 weeks. They have a bye by this week. I guess it comes it's coming when, a good time. What was the last time we went into a bye with three straight losses going into a bye? Yeah, I'm really yeah. frustrated cuz I want some Dunkin Donuts free coffee. So, <laughs> this is really frustrating. I mean, we're looking at Yeah, three straight weeks with no free coffee. I mean, we're looking at going into that Bengals game what, a month between win- since our last win? Oh yeah. Yeah. And we ended another streak uh, and under the Harbaugh era that the Ravens had never lost to an AFC North opponent at home in the month of November. So that, that streak's over. <laughs> That's a really That's weird stat. <laughs> right. How, how are they when the – it must be the temperature or something. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Sure they, I'm sure next year they'll say they never lost to a team in November when it's below 50 degrees. Here's a stat for everything. Yeah, but I mean I – There's, there, there's going to be a stat for the, uh, for the empty seats – for the rest of this season, for the television ratings for the rest of this season, because nobody wants to tune in for this garbage. Yeah. I mean, John had a good run here. He's, he's been here since 2008. You can't ask for more than a Super Bowl. And he, he won us a Super Unless Bowl. Unless you want more Super Bowls. Right. Which would <laughs> right. nice. more, more Super Bowls is what you can ask for. But, yeah, I mean, so, yeah, same deal with Flacco. Or I least, mean, what more do you want? We got a Super Bowl. I'm yeah. happy, but it's time to move on. Yeah. You yeah. haven't been able to build off of that one year of success. Uh and and it's time to move on. Yeah, and no regret. No hard feelings. Yeah. I don't. I don't regret. I don't hate the guy, John Harp. I don't regret that we dropped Joe Flacco because he got a super bowl out of it. And, of I, and I'll take that, even if it's just right. one super bowl in ten years. Absolutely, I'll take it. Yep, it's more the Orioles can give us. Yeah, but uh, but at the same time, we saw with Billick too. Like at some point, you got to move on mm-hmm. because it's just not working with All this right. guy anymore. So is now if is now the time? Is this this bye week? And all right, let's just shift gears. This we're not winning anything this year. Let's let's. Focus on Lamar is now the time that you say, all right, John, goodbye. Thank you. Thanks for the Super Bowl five years ago. I think they're going to ride out Flacco for the rest of the season, and I don't think they're – I mean, as much as I'd like them to, but in reality, I don't think they're going to get rid of Hardball until they're ready to part ways with Joe as well. They, it's like a dual, double package with the two of them. Right. Yeah, yeah, and I don't think you gain all that much by starting Lamar now. And, no. And, then, and you get an interim coach just to replace them at the end of the season – like th- th- this was your guy for one more year, so ride him out, ride mm-hmm. out Joe, ri- and ride out Harbaugh for one more year, and then just see what happens. It would uh, it would also go with our thought, kind of preseason of how's Lamar work as the backup quarterback when you would think your packages would be completely different for Lamar versus Joe, to then try to put Lamar in midseason running Joe's scheme, and yeah. and behind Joe's line is is strange. I think yeah. it makes sense for Lamar just got to kind of start fresh next year. Um, but yeah, that's that that that's the way, and that's how we're feeling right now, right? Because we just lost to the Steelers, and we just lost a third straight game, right? And it just it doesn't look pretty, right? Enough. It's it's a it take a miracle to get out to get out of this, yeah. And yeah. Uh, uh, the writing is certainly on the wall for right. both Flacco and Harbaugh. Yep. 
Yep. And and again, it's not all Harbaugh. It's not all Flacco's fault. Like he didn't play terrible, and he he's been playing pretty well this year. Um, he had. I mean, this is not the worst year of his career. He, I would argue he's wor- he's been worse the last two years. Right. Um, or at least certainly last year. And so, uh, it's not all on Flacco, but but he's not good enough to win right now. They started so strong. I mean, you know, that's uh, the weird thing is he hit all those new wide receivers on the first week of the season. Um, right. Yeah. Bra- Bra- Brown looked unbelievable. Yeah. And, yeah, Bra- yeah. and Brown, what had fifteen yards today? It was. I mean, yeah, we were, yeah, what were we, three and one, and then lost one, 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 and then lost three straight. Yeah, I mean, we, yeah, definitely started out hot, started out where our defense was looking good, our defense looked Mm -hmm. like they were, we were getting questions, was this defense as good as the 2000 defense? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. we were getting that after like like three weeks. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then we, we, of course, said it's too early to tell. Now it's this defense is average. They they hadn't given up a touchdown in the second half of any games for the right. first four or five weeks. Right, it's been crazy. Yeah, and that and that's why I think John Harbaugh sticks around, and they don't fire him yet. Is he can say, "Look, we were good at the beginning of the year. We've had some injuries. We've had some bang up. Let's get healthy during the bye week. We still have home divisional games. We can pull this thing out." But the truth is, it's a miracle to pull it out. Yeah. Well, on paper, okay, sure. But if we would have won today, your chance of making the playoffs is probably around 80%. With a loss today, you're probably down to about 10%. Yeah. Well, uh, I think I saw a tweet. Somebody had pulled the numbers for those percentages. But, yeah, it was it was something like you beat the Steelers and the Bengals in two weeks. You are, you are like 90%. 85%. Yeah. You lose both of them, you're under 10%. Exactly. That yeah. I mean, they're big divisional games. And this one, like, it was just ugly. Yeah, yeah I mean, and and – um, some apologists could point to the schedule. Like the Panthers seem to be a really good football team who we lost to last week. The week before that, we, we, we lost to the Saints who appear to be a really good football team. And this week we lost to the Steelers who appear to be a really good football team. Sure. Right. And so you could argue the last three losses have been a really good football yeah, team. But, yeah, but and if you want to – So maybe we're, we're thinking we're worse than we really are. But if you want to do that math, then you got to look at the fact that we have games – we still have games left in Atlanta, Kansas City, in Kansas City. Atlanta's not good, but Kansas City's good. Atlanta's not. Atlanta's decent. Yeah, Atlanta whooped the uh, Redskins today. And then we've got we have what their second or third win. So, right, so games left. You got the Bengals. The way this team's been playing, that's a loss. Oh yeah. Then you got the Raiders. All right, you can beat the Raiders. Yeah, we'll win by three touchdowns. Then maybe, you got th- then you got the Falcons. Fine, we'll, we'll win best that one too. fine. Make it a win. Then you got the Chiefs. That's a loss. Then you got the Bucks. Even if you say you win that, that's fine. Then you got the Chargers. A primetime game. You'll probably lose that. Is that there or here? In L.A. Yeah, that's a loss. And then you got the Browns at home. That's a win. Right. So, all right, so you're giving us. Who do we lose to in week four again? One, two, three. You're giving four more wins. Yeah. So you're saying this is an eight and eight team. That's exactly what I'm straight saying. A, straight average team. That's exactly what I'm saying. Which is not going to be good enough same for the playoffs. As, same as it yep. ever was. Now that's yep. the, now that's why those percentages with the Bengals Steelers games were so high because a ten and six team you're in the playoffs. Yeah. Even a nine and seven team you got a shot because yeah, it's, it's this week. Especially if you have the head to heads. Right. You can win some of the tiebreakers. Right. So uh, so that's why John Harbaugh can go to Bashadi today and say, hey, if we beat the Bengals next week, we still got a shot. But, but it's really slim. Yeah, it's. I feel like a little bit drawing in the oral comparisons. At the beginning of the season, I was optimistic. I thought, okay, we 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 got Cobb. 
right? We 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 got Cashner. Like we right. made some moves. Like we got wide receivers. If everything goes right, yeah. If everything goes right, we can compete. Right. But at some point, you got to recognize that just compared Nothing's to the teams, working. we're just not as good. Right. And the Orioles just weren't as good as the other teams. Um, this is less extreme, but the Ravens aren't as good as these other good teams, as we've shown. Yeah. Yeah. Hugo's in the Facebook chat saying we should always play against the Bills. It's easy. That's why the Pats are always there. You can say the same about uh, the years right. we played the Browns and the Bengals twice, and we made it to the playoffs every year. Right. Yeah. When the Browns and the the Bengals were garbage, but guess what? The Browns and the Bengals can beat us and have beaten us this year. Right. You can't. Ma- you got to play who's on your schedule, and but, it doesn't matter if it's the Dolphins every year because one day the Dolphins will get good, which we've seen. <laughs> I like this next comment, though. No game next week means Costco for two weeks at least. <laughs> I'm going to Costco every Sunday for the rest of the season. This is the last game I'm watching this year. Uh, and the only reason I watched it today is because we were all hanging out together for your dad's birthday. Otherwise, I would have been somewhere else today. But, but it, it, I mean, it is true that the, the, the Patriots in the Patriots division are the Dolphins, the Jets, and the Bills. Yeah. That's terrible. That's, yeah, that's, that's terrible. terrible. Um, and we are, are, of course, with the Yankees and Red Sox. I mean, we're with the, the, the Steelers and, and Bengals. And so, and that's and our schedule is hard this year. Um, so, but it 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 is what it is. I mean, you, gotta, right, you, you can't play do anything about it. Yep. Um, we have to play the the NFC South, and it just happens that the the NFC South is is one of the best divisions in the NFC too. So it's just how it is. But if you think you're a playoff team, you got to beat playoff teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this team is showing that we can't do that. The big play that all the uh, Raven fans look at and we were yelling about was the uh, Lamar Jackson wide open in the end zone right. today. Lamar did come out in the post game and say that he was the last read after like three or four other guys as an option for Joe and that they never practiced Joe throwing it to him. So that's why he was in the end zone jumping up and down waving his hands trying to get yeah. Joe's attention because it was never supposed to even go his way. Yeah, unfortunately it goes back to the criticism that we've had for Joe for years in that he stares down receivers, yep. and he has a guy in mind before he even hikes the ball that he wants to go to. And that's the perfect example, right? Because that guy, because I think it was Andrews that time, who was double-covered, um, and and Lamar was wide open. Because Joe has a tendency to do this, and I, I, I don't know, because I don't watch a ton of, ton of other qu- quarterbacks for how much this happens to other quarterbacks, but Joe does seem to have a guy in mind and stick with that guy no matter what. And last resort kind of goes to someone else. But, um, yeah, that, do you was, think- that was kind of an the kind of the, the quintessential right. Joe Flacco play right there. We have a really late bye week this year, but you don't think that's going to change anything, right? Think it's going to be the same soft team next week against the Bengals? Well, I don't know what the deal is with these offensive linemen. Hopefully we get a couple offensive linemen back because um, that would certainly help, right? Get right. Joe Absolutely. Time. Yeah, get yeah. Hurst back and uh, Lewis or Stanley. Which one was out today? Stanley was in there today. Right? All right, then Lewis was Lewis, out. Yeah, I think was out. Yeah, but, but but on the other hand, we had Orlando Brown Jr. and little Zeus was looking good out there. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, I don't think was was Joe sacked at all. I don't think he was sacked. Well, he sacked uh, yeah, at the he end. Was sacked at the end. Yeah, our defense only had one sack. Yes, and that was at the end as well. well that's, we we that's had a lot one, of hits though, and that's one more sack than last week. Well, I last, didn't have any last. We week. didn't have any last week. Yeah, we, we we had a good amount of hits, but there was also too many plays where. Like, cause Big Ben's not one of these guys. Like, cause a lot of quarterbacks after three seconds they're gonna throw it either way or throw it out of bounds. Big Ben will stand back there all day until you hit him. Like he will wait twenty seconds if you give him twenty seconds, and then right when you hit him he'll throw it. All right. So I don't think cause there was a lot of hits on, on yes. Big Ben. 
Yes. But I think it was had more to do with Big Ben just holding the ball longer. Than he had a lot of time. Yeah, he just held it, held it, held it. Yep. Yeah. All right. Is that our? Uh, <laughs> is that our Ravens talk? Hashtag Ravens talk. Right. <laughs> meanwhile, well, meanwhile the Orioles have done nothing. Yeah. So there's been there's been little stories out, but nothing. It's we're at the point now where uh, Oriole writers are try, are having to make stuff up because there's nothing out there. So I, so I'm seeing stories like the weirdest things the Orioles did this season, where they look back. Where uh, I think that was a Credmiser article where he looks back at just weird things with the Orioles, like the Kobe Rasmus situation, right. like benching Adam Jones. Um. He had a bunch of other things that I'm not pulling off my head yet. Or stuff like John Burnett, Burnett, however you say his last name, who wrote an article today about what if the Orioles did spend $300 million, would it make them better than the Yankees or the Red Sox? He says no, but he also put together a team with Machado, Harper, and Donaldson all on the same team. <laughs> and in that lineup, has got to make you better than someone. Yeah, I mean, you could argue that we had Machado and we were still the right, best team of in baseball. Course. It's true. Um, but 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 if you sandwich them around Harper and Donaldson in the lineup, you 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 become a better team. The uh, the only thing sure. the only bright well, so the only bright spot about that three hundred million dollar lineup is that he still had Cedric Mullins in center field saying he could be something special. <laughs> that was the only thing good about but the article. Who's was pitch? there any starting pitching in that <laughs> right. three hundred million? Yeah, uh, I'd have to go through the, the article. There was also yeah. an interesting article in Fangraph saying that the Orioles. Uh, hypothetically, the Orioles have the most free agency money to spend out of any team, and they did that math by like based on where your salary is right now. Right. Um, assuming your your salary goes up, your payroll goes up five percent. The Orioles had the most money to spend to get that increased five percent payroll. Um, now, obviously, they're not going to increase their payroll from last year. Yes, it's going to probably go down. Yeah, yeah. But if you like took where the payroll is now, which is on like sixty right. million, or raised whatever, it five percent, and and raised what their what their payroll was at the beginning of two thousand eighteen, um, or two thousand seventeen. Yeah, two thousand eighteen. Yeah, it, how's that work? They don't have big contracts coming off the board. Well, because but 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 they do. Adam Jones. But it, for, from what they've already done, though, too. From already trading Manny Machado, who was making okay. whatever million, right? Right, he's off the books. Was, oh yeah, book. O'Day. O'Day Kevin was Gosselin a good save. O'Day, O'Day was a good saving. Sure. Yeah. So all those guys are off the book, and so gotcha. hypothetically, you we, got money in free agency. If we wanted to make our payroll to be what it was last year, we would have the most money to spend right. to get to that payroll number. But uh, obviously, we're not going to spend yeah. any of it. Just but, like the international money, we got the most international money. <laughs> nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah, but but. We're without an excuse then if we want to beef up our analytics department or our scouting right. or whatever. We're without excuse because we're going to have a lot of extra money out there that we're not spending on the baseball team, that we're not spending on players, so we can hopefully beef up other parts of the organization. Right. Of course, you got to hire a president of baseball before yeah. you do any of that. I guess president. The, uh, captain for the ship. The, the latest art, yeah, and it might he might be called the captain of the ship because the latest article I read, there is no title in mind for the new position either. Okay. So they want to bring in someone to hire the general manager, but what that person's title is, what's this going to be like? Is not clear. Like, all right, what's it, it going to? What, what's ship? it going to take? Here, you can write. We know no one wants to come to the Orioles, so not only are we going to pay you, we're going to put you in charge of everything, and you get to name your title. I think, I think it might be something like that. So right? if you want to be president, then remember, Duquette always wanted to be president, and Peter Angelo said no. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I think it probably has. I think it's probably going to be that negotiation. That's why they don't know yet. Like, depending who they bring in. Um, the title that they get, but here here's the, some names. The or, are the Orioles the only team right now without a manager? Yes. All right, and then thus no, the only one without a GM and the only one without a captain. Yeah. 
Um, but like I said, it does. Like what I said last week, it doesn't really matter because we're not doing anything anyway. But some some names that have been on, in in consideration according to MLB trade rumors: um, Ben Sherrington, who with from the, the Blue Dodgers, Jays, right? He's the Blue no Jays. Blue Jays. That would be somewhat ironic, right? Because we would steal the Blue Jays guys after the Blue Jays try to steal our guy. That that would that, right. be somewhat ironic. Um, the other guy is former Dodgers general manager. This might all be right. That's the Dodgers guy, Coletti. Ned, Ned Coletti, um, who I don't know who I don't really know the. I know Sherrington was with Boston for a while. Right. I know Coletti is an old school guy. I know right. I know Coletti is not an analytical guy. No, he's old school, so we don't want him. Um, the other is Oakland's Dan Kantrovitz and Houston Astros assistant general manager general manager Mike Elias. Um, all right. All those have been linked. But why not the girl? Why, I don't know. Oh, and MLB, Kim, MLB trade Kim. rumor. It says not under consideration, and they they have a whole little thing. Not under consideration is exec, executive Kim. Like Ng. she's supposed to be like the star, like future GM out there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know because, I mean, this is tough, right? Because she's female. Yes. And right. So it would kind of be groundbreaking for her to be the first female right. general manager or president, whatever you want to call her. In 2018, it'd be a big deal. It would be a big deal. So that's why this conversation gets complicated because you want the best person and is Kim the best person or or not? I don't know. I don't know the answer, right? I don't know the answer. I And, and, and from what I've heard, since she's been on so many token interviews for general manager positions, I read an article somewhere that's saying that she was not participating in any of these interviews anymore oh, unless okay. she knew the teams were serious so about what do you, th- you think this sure. is like a, a Rooney rule thing where they're just bringing her in as the token and no one's really interested I, th- in her that's at least the impression I think that she's gotten and so she is only but she just did and I don't know did I think the Giants might have made a GM decision but she just interviewed with, with the Giants too hmm. um, it was so people were speculating because she said I'm only doing it for serious and then she went and interviewed for with the Giants so I don't know. So that's what we got. The I, I don't know if we talked about this last week that the Orioles released. I think we did a, a few guys. Um, there's talk about Tim Beckham now and Caleb Joseph are kind of the next guys up, whether or not they'll be non-tendered. It's kind of interesting. They're making these non-tender moves um, without a without without a, leadership yeah, without, without, without leadership. a captain. I don't think it matters. Like John Androli, the guy was who was put on waivers and picked up by the Mariners again. He keeps on going back and forth. He's like a 28 year old outfielder. So I don't know if these and the other guy was a left-handed reliever. Uh, Gamartin or whatever. So, and again, a 29-year-old lefty reliever. So, I, I mean, it's not like these are pieces of the future that we're making a decision on. Right. Is it is it weird that the GM meetings start tomorrow and we don't have a GM? Yeah. I it, mean, I guess Brady's going. Yeah, either Brady or what is Graham, the other guy. Um, so, I assume one, 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 one of those guys will go. But, uh, like, again, I, I don't know if it matters because you're not making any big decisions right now anyway. Uh, hopefully you're finding out a little bit more about how to how to do this thing by all these interviews. I just right, you're not the right decision here. You're not doing anything, but also you're trying to set the course of this ship, and we're just in this delay. Like we're just treading water, not even treading water. We're just out there with no nothing. Oh, I, I don't know if that's true because think about it. If you're with the Orioles, you are so backwards. Apparently, like you're so behind so many other organizations. That I think this is a chance for them to catch their breath, interview multiple exec executives from multiple teams to gather information about how different teams are running. Like this is one of the only times where you get to interview assistant general managers from all over baseball mm-hmm. and get information on what their teams are doing 
and what they would do if they were in charge of the Orioles. And I think you take all that information in and you kind of learn about, okay, what are other teams doing? How does it compare to our process? We make decisions. So I, I think that this actually could be a useful exercise. I'm, and maybe I'm giving them too too much credit I, here. I think you're giving them too much credit. <laughs> if, I, if I was Major League Baseball, I'd lock the Orioles out and say, sorry, this meeting's for GMs only. Brady, yeah. you can't come. So I think I think Matt's got a point there. They're interviewing all these people, asking them exactly that. What, if you were the GM, right. what would you do to fix the organization? Meanwhile, Brady Anderson's in the back just taking, taking notes. notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then eventually they'll name Brady Anderson as the guy right. once he's got all that information. Right, right. Steal everyone's ideas. What would you like? What would you like your position to be called? Because we've been trying to find Brady a title for <laughs> seventeen years. So, yeah, yeah it, it's kind of a mess. And the most recent article on MLB trade rumors um, talks about their attempts to. They would like to move Mark Trumbo. Um, but yeah, Mar- I'd like to move Mark Trumbo too. But he's coming off a knee injury. I'd like to move and Chris a Davis. And a, lot, and, a, and a lot of money. I'd yeah. like to move Alex Cobb. <laughs> I yeah. mean, there's lots of guys I'd like to move. No one wants them. Yeah, Trumbo. But I think Cobb is a guy that could have a good a good year. And Cobb could be, could be trade trade midseason yeah. trade, yes. And, and Trumbo maybe too if he has a really good right, year. Right, a bounce back year. I mean, any, any of those guys, if Davis goes back to light, to like no. the home runs, you, still <laughs> you can move him. No. Nobody. He could yeah. hit 50 home runs the first half. No one's trading for him. Because he's, he's getting paid for the next 10 years. No one's trading for That's that. That's true. Yeah. That's true. You'd have to eat a lot of that money. Yeah. The Yankees, I think, kind of regret – Trading for Gene Carlos Stanton, all that money. The Marlins certainly regretted signing Gene Carlos Stanton for three hundred fifty million. Yeah, I, I do. really wonder what's going to happen with Bryce Harper and Manny. And, yeah, because especially with these new GMs, they seem to be very opposed to these large contracts, ten-year, three hundred million dollars. And so, I think it's going to be really interesting to see if someone gives Manny and Bryce Harper one of these old-school contracts. That's ten years for, whatever. and if they make them wait till January or February to do it. Yeah, it seems to me the better move for both the team and the player cuz he's so young. What I mean what what is man like 25 to to or to do like a four-year deal, right? And pay him like 40 or 50 million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Like a four-year 180 million dollar deal. And then you can sign another, you know, four-year 400 million deal or whatever or for for another four-year 200 million dollar deal or whatever. So you could get your you get your four, 400 million but just over the series of two contracts, maybe, instead of just one long contract. Right. I think that makes sense, both for the player and the team. So I'm curious to see if that happens. The, but the problem is, by the time Manny is 30, he'll be a veteran, and veterans don't get paid. Unless he's a superstar. Right. So you would have to... Yeah, you're right. He would have to be a superstar. Yeah, and, well, the collective bargaining agreement uh, is set for renegotiation in 2021. Is that what we read last week? Yeah, so, so, that sounds right. And that's one of their big beefs. With the uh, MLB Players Association. Yep. That'll be interesting to watch. Uh, I was More reading, interesting than Orioles baseball. Yeah, speaking of money, I, I yeah, saw... Yeah, we, have, we have, have other stuff to pay attention to. I saw this week the price of tickets to Orioles games in 1992 when Camden Yards opened up. And, you know, this is before every, all these salaries skyrocketed and everything. Mm-hmm. So, um, how much do you think club seats... Actually... Let's just go with our seats, section 336. Okay. How much do you think those seats cost in 1992? So, um, For one game? For one game. And let's say um, we'll do upper reserved. So upper reserved would be like we're like row five, so this would be like row six. So now they're like, what, $24 a ticket? Okay. If yeah. it, and if the Yankees are in town, probably 27 something like that. Okay. In 1992, I'd say ten bucks. Eight bucks. Wow. 
the club seats, the most expensive seats in Camden Yards were $18 in 1992. Jeez. The bleachers were $4. And if you want to take a kid into the bleachers, under 12 $1. Huh. So, so don't that, try to sell me on this... Just, and now it's free. free. And now it's free. Yeah. It gives me a dollar. Now it's free. Let's just say we got a maybe now. that's why Camden Yards is packed as well. The finances of baseball have changed a little bit in 25 years. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Do you, so you're saying the Orioles don't do anything. We go into these GM meetings and then we just keep on waiting. Hopefully we have someone by the winter meetings in December. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But even then, I don't think it really matters. What? So you have someone to pick your analytics department? Um, you shouldn't to be pick doing your rule five guy. Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't be doing anything until you get a vice president. Of, like, if you don't have someone in charge of baseball, you shouldn't be doing arbitrations yet. You shouldn't be doing any of this stuff. But I think you can when do. He, I think all those are like. There's no tough decisions there. They're all easy decisions. Like, I don't uh, think that saying, the, the the president is not going to be doing the specific negotiations or arbitration anyway. The only tough decisions are. Do you non-tender? Like, do you go into arbitration with Tim Beckham, right, and and Caleb Joseph? Exactly, just those two guys. That's you know, and that's not even a big deal. So if you do it, fine. If you don't do it, whatever. Um, I don't think it's a big deal. And so all these decisions, I think, are mi- minor decisions in the big scheme of things. Sure, in the in the big scheme, but it's it's time to do something. Come on, you, you always say that. And I hate that because it is. it's like the, it's the time to do something. So let's just do something for the sake of doing something. No, no it doesn't matter. <laughs> let's just like slow our roll and and interview everybody. How much slower That's do you? What I said there's no rush. Last there's week. no rush. There's How much no slower rush. do you have to slow things down? As you fired you, your guys a while ago. Get it, take as much time as you need to get it right. I would say when I when I would be concerned, I would say we should rush. Is if we don't have a guy in place by June. I think you should have had a plan in July when you made these trades, and then it seems like. Then the season ended, and you said, actually, we don't have a plan. We're going to dump Duquette. It seems like they didn't have a plan to fire Duquette. They panicked and decided, let's fire Duquette. Yeah. And now they still don't have a plan. So let's right. not panic again and, and just exactly. compound the they wrong. They screwed up big I'm vi- time. No, they, they definitely screwed up from so July to here. So why screw up again? The, I, the plan is out the door. Whatever plan they thought they had in July is do over. Do you think they have a plan today? No. Exactly. That's my point. I don't think they have a plan. So then why should they rush into signing somebody? No, I think, I think they that, need to make a plan. I don't care about signing a person. I, right I need now, a plan. I think that's what they're working on now. They're working on is for is, is they're making a strategy based on and how other teams run their teams. And it's ridiculous <laughs> that you are starting your plan for a rebuild in November. But the good news is when you had just set the worst record. The good news is we're on the 15 year plan, so we have plenty of time. <laughs> that's what it makes it feel they like. They know they're not going anywhere anytime soon, so right. They I mean, can take their time. The plan. What's the plan for all the Yankee and Red Sox contracts to expire? Maybe because yeah. the roster you have right now on your team sucks. The minor yep. league system, no good, is not good. So the team you have now is not good. The minor league system that will be the team soon is not good. Like teams in the AL East have better farm systems than we do, even after all these trades. Mm-hmm. And so you're kind of your your only position is to just you have to wait a little bit, and you hope that that you hope that Dylan Bundy has a great year so you can trade him. You hope that that um, Michael Gibbons has an awesome first half, so you can trade him, and so you can slowly start to put up these assets. But nothing's happening this off season. Nothing's probably going to happen this year, right? That's going to uh, significantly change the direction of this team. No, probably not. So, so what do you do? Nothing. Then I, why? You know what? If you have no plan and you have no direction, let Brady play with the team. Let Mike Bordick go coach the team. Who cares? 
Until you get yeah, a play, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a, what they do. Until you I'm get a play, that. I would like to see Preston Palmero play with Rafael Palmero together <laughs> in the majors. <laughs> All right, I would support that. I'm fine with that. I would sure. watch that. I would show up to that game. It would give us something to talk about every yeah. Monday. So, I'm I'm open to any of that. Yeah, I agree. Whatever can get whatever. Just make baseball entertaining for me, and clearly it's not going to be winning. So whatever you have to do, you just you just resigned yeah. Eddie Murray and Brooks Robinson to like help with team relations or whatever. Put them out on the field. Yeah, if you can't make the Orioles great again, make them interesting again. Exactly. Yeah, Give like us that. something entertaining. Yeah. Put a circus on out there. Yeah. I'm not opposed to a circus. The Cowboy Monkey Rodeo. But you know what? You got to do something because we need something to talk about each week. Well, they had Game of Thrones week last week, uh, last year at the end of season. Game of Thrones wrestling night, WWE, wrestling, night. WWE. Yeah. So I think they're, they're all, the, close all the there. Sc- all the school. Uh, oh yeah, weeks. they cut Maryland colleges. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 bad, but hopefully, yeah. No. I mean, you can't continue Sorry. to. <laughs> at, at some point, the Orioles will have to make a move. Right. Um, but and, and and then we'll have a lot to talk about because that will say a lot about the direction we're going. It's really it's hard to say because they keep things so close when, to the vest. It's hard to say even the direction they're going right Man, now. Manny Bryce, free agencies wide open. Adam Jones. When do you think we we start to see guys come off? Do you think there's going to be a delay like last year? Free agency, I think, officially started on Saturday, right? right. If, I'm, if I'm not, and there's mistaken. been really little to no talk. Yeah, there's been maybe a, some re-signings. There's been one trade. I think the Cubs trade trade tra- tra- traded a pitcher to the Rangers. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I think did oh yeah, and the Dodgers worked out a new deal with Kershaw. Kershaw, Kershaw. yeah. So there's been some minor stuff. Yeah, I mean we'll see because what happened last off season is all these deals waited right were pushed down, pushed pushed down to the point where we saw guys. I mean, when was Cobb signed? Like well into spring training, oh, right? Yeah. Right. Um, and, and that was unheard of a couple of years ago. So I'm really curious to see if they make if if maybe the. Um, the agents have learned from last year and try to hurry up and get guys signed. So I don't, I don't know. It's, it's going to be really curious to watch when these big names go off the board. I guess we can watch that. I mean, the Orioles will sign none of them. The Orioles will sign none of them. No, no, they won't. So they it, shouldn't. Yeah, so, but it, it'd be interesting to see who who really pursues. I don't even know who, who really pursues Manny and Bryce. I, no, heard the Braves, Mets, Phillies. Those are all like up-and-coming teams yeah, who you've, you been, always you've heard about. You always got to about them. the Yankees. They always scare right. me. It's an, it's an interesting time because these are Machado and Bryce Harper, guys we've been talking about. We knew this day is coming for five, six years now, and the time is upon us. It might not happen till January or February, but when it happens, that will be their new team for – you know, next five years or so. So you're telling me that whoever signs them is going to be their new team. Well, I mean, that's yeah. what we have to get uh, for used like to. a decade, yes. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. just this uh, two-month rental we had with the Dodgers. Right. I doubt they're going to resign him. No, Machado's him. not going to L.A. And uh, An Instagram know, post that many posted said, 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 thank you, Dodger. Like, uh, pretty, oh, pretty yeah, much yeah. Said, yeah. said goodbye already. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks for taking me to the World Series. So yeah. I couldn't help you Though, this free agency was supposed to be even better, so, but it's. Never mind. I'm not going to go there. What the, uh, the guy from Pittsburgh? No, he was supposed to be in this class, right? Uh, no, I was going to mention Jose Fernandez was Fernandez. supposed to pitch for Miami. That's awkward. Why are you oh, bringing that man. guy up? Well, because this was supposed to if be you like, like the a guy that yeah, but you're, right. class, you're supposed to bring him. a guy that like yeah, yeah, yeah. suddenly sucks, not a guy who dies. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying that would have made it even more awesome this region uh-huh. period. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. It's just but, that's, but, that's awkward. But, but no, I was going back to Bert's point. We were we were, we've been talking about this free agency class for like from yes. five years ago. Yeah, like we were talking about this. It's all been class. like this is going to be the record set, and this is going to yeah. change the finances of baseball. All yeah. those times we said, everyone, well, I could see the Orioles re-signing Manny Machado. Right, <laughs> right. No, 
and and now how wrong we were. And now there would be, I think, a legitimate debate if we even wanted him, right? Right now, yeah, yeah. I mean, it'd be pointless right now. Right now, we had be, him and we it'd were be terrible. Pointless, but right. That's what I'm saying. So, like, what do we want him for five five years right now? You know what? I'd say no, but at the same time, I could see. I also thought we didn't want Chris Davis anymore, and we spent a bunch of money on Chris Davis. So I could see, I could totally see Peter Angelo saying, "Give Machado whatever he wants," so we have someone to cheer for. Yeah, I don't. Based it doesn't on, make any sense. Yeah, no. And based but, on the recent, like maybe before they trade everybody away, maybe if they kept him to the end of the season, I could see that. Well, if they kept but right. They trade everybody away. He's clearly saying, "Hey, we're moving on." Yeah. Yeah. All right. Can we, can can we get out of here? Yeah, let's do it. It's getting dark already. I'm getting depressed here talking about the Ravens and the Orioles. It's going to be, oh man, this is going to be depressing. We can even find something to cheer about on this podcast. Ne- next, see you next week for the bye week and the Orioles still with no head, head of the ship, no captain. I mean, and the Liberty Flames lost in three overtimes to, to, to UMass. The big week next week, Liberty Flames takes on Virginia in college and, football. And, big game for Liberty. And we're not even going to talk about the Terps. Because that'll just, bring the, before. that'll just bring this show really down if you want oh, to get into it that. Is, Maryland sports right now is, is an embarrassment. It's terrible. It's terrible. When's the last season? Yeah. Uh, I know they play in January. That's when we yeah. went last year. Yeah, that's two years ago. Yep. We'll, just, we'll just be a, a blast podcast. Let's do that. I'd be about that. That'd be fun. We could probably go to the games for free. I'm sure I can get you tickets if you want to go to the game. <laughs> all right, boys and girls, thanks for listening. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. You can follow me on Twitter at Section336. You can follow Bert on Twitter at Bert Rohde. You can follow Josh on Twitter at Josh Soroka. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go Ravens. Thank you for listening to the Section 336 podcast. Please go to iTunes and Facebook for all complaints or the occasional compliment. If I were you, I would not take any baseball advice from these guys. Josh and Matt were raised by an Orioles-obsessed father, and Bert, uh, well, Bert fell in love with Don Mattingly. He has a thing for mustaches.